Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, we're Aaron and Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to talk about how a heart of thankfulness is necessary for a marriage after God. Hey, welcome back to the Marriage After God podcast. Um, we're glad to have you. And if you have not had a moment to leave a review for this podcast yet, if this podcast has blessed you, if you love the content, then please just take a moment, scroll down to the bottom of the app and hit a star review. You don't even have to leave any a message or anything. I mean, we love it when you do. But if you just want to hit a star, that would be awesome. And it helps uh, other people find our podcast. Uh, so we just want to invite you right now to leave a star review on the podcast. So today we're going to talk about thankfulness in marriage, and we may even hit on why unthankfulness is, uh, you know, damaging to marriage. But we're excited about this episode, especially because Thanksgiving's right around the corner, and I think that you know thankfulness is usually on people's mind. If not, it's written somewhere yeah. on a napkin or some <laughs> sort of decor for Thanksgiving. So yeah, but one of the reasons we want to bring up this topic is, especially with uh, a corporate holiday, you know, a federal holiday being Thanksgiving, um, sometimes it might lose its meaning. We might think like, oh, of course, yeah, I should be thankful. I should be thankful but we forget actually the the spiritual impact that thankfulness has in our lives and mm-hmm. actually the command that we have from the Lord to be thankful. Yeah. And so we want, we just want to talk about what thankfulness does in a marriage after God and, and how it could you know benefit our ministry. Yeah, and why it's important to do it all year round, right? <laughs> yeah, not just one not just one day a year when the food's amazing. <laughs> so that that's what we want to talk about today is thankfulness and uh, we we're going to give some tips at the end just to how to have a mind and a heart just surrounded with thankfulness. And uh, the Bible is really clear on on how thankfulness should be a part of our lives. It, it shouldn't be just something that it comes and goes, and it's not. It shouldn't just be based on our circumstances, which we'll see. But thankfulness should be a an integral part of the Christian's life. It should be something deep inside of us. And so I think it'll be fun to discuss this. I have some questions for us to to answer um, candidly about thankfulness in our own lives because we're never unthankful. <laughs> never. Yeah, our, our marriage is only ever full of thankfulness. We're always walking in the Spirit. Yeah, so like, perfectly. That flesh never gets to us. I mean, no, we're just... No, of course we're being we're, facetious. We're a perfect couple, really. <laughs> no, we, we, we have to be reminded yeah. often um, to be thankful, to have hearts filled with thankfulness and uh, the fruit that comes from that is good. Mm-hmm. And the fruit that comes from unthankfulness is, is not so good. Yeah. It's actually very destructive. Yeah. So we're going to dig in. We have some scripture to talk about and uh, some questions to answer and then some tips at the end. And I think it's going to be really good. So I hope you enjoy. Okay, so we kind of um, broke this down into two sections. And so the first one is, it's necessary for a strong marriage relationship. So thankfulness is necessary in order to have a strong marriage. And the first question that Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to kind of ask each other is, how do you think that thankfulness might play a huge role in strengthening our relationship? 
Yeah, um, this was, I was thinking about this um, based off of the scripture that we're going to talk about later. Um, but thankfulness, I feel like it, um, it keeps us in a positive place. It keeps us moving forward. You know, I think about the times that we're not thankful mm-hmm. and what our relationship is like. Um, th- if you go back to like in the beginning of our marriage, I don't know if I was necessarily thankful for you. Right. And so I would neglect you. I would be frustrated with you. I'd be bitter at our relationship and the things that weren't going my way because I had these expectations. And since those expectations weren't being fulfilled, I wasn't thankful. It was like I got a bad gift. Mm. I was like, oh, thanks for this, God. Mm. You know, like I remember like all the years I got at Christmas and I would, you know, as a little child, be expecting one thing. Like that bike. He's like, totally yeah, I know. So one Christmas, I was—I just wanted a bike. The only thing I wanted was a bike. I, I dropped hints everywhere. Um, a disclaimer: My parents are awesome. But, um, so I wanted—I wanted a bike, and I remember getting to my grandma's house. We were all there. Everyone was there, and my grandma just starts dropping hints because she knows exactly what I'm getting. She's like, "Oh, you're getting—I know what you're getting for Christmas." I'm like, "Oh, what is it?" And she's like, "It's the, here's your first hint. It's red." And I said, red, I'm thinking, oh. I'm like, oh, red bike. Yeah. And then she like got me with the second hint. She's like, the second hint starts with a B. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? I'm like, my parents actually got me the bike I wanted. And then uh, I get the president and it's like this big. It's like, it's a small box. Oh, no. And I'm like, um, how does a, maybe it's like a helmet. Maybe it's the helmet for the bike. And like, they're going to trick stay, me. And uh, I open it up and it's a red pair of boots. Oh. Cowboy boots. boots, yeah. That's awesome, though. Yeah, that's the kind of thankfulness I'm talking about, and that we had in our marriage. Like, yeah, thanks, God. Yeah. But it was more like a, I wasn't actually thankful. Yeah. Now I did wear those boots all the time. Um, but you didn't get the bike that you. But wanted. I didn't get the bike I wanted, and I feel like um, that's what you know. Thankfulness is being thankful for what you have. Being mm-hmm. like, so I could have been thankful for you, mm-hmm. and I would have seen you with eyes of thankfulness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not I think you were what I should have gotten or the things that we were going through were something great or, or terrible, I could have been thankful and that probably would have changed a lot of things in the way I responded to you yeah, and the way I walked with you. I can see that. Um, instead of drifting away from me because it was like, I, I'm going to put you in the closet and I, like those boots. <laughs> he didn't you know? put me, he didn't, I didn't put, put me in the closet. closet. <laughs> but that's, that's the, the spiritual, yeah. you know, idea. Isolation. And Isolating myself. Being apart from one another, yeah. But like, how do you, how have you seen thankfulness um, play a huge role in strengthening our, our relationship. Well, on the positive side, because I also, in the beginning of our marriage, I wouldn't say that I was thankful for the gift of marriage. I, I was a little bit jolted in like n- not receiving the thing that I wanted. It wasn't yeah, how it was supposed to be. was going to be. Yeah. yeah. And, um... Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from this week's episode to invite you and your spouse to take Jennifer and I's 31-day marriage prayer challenge. We wrote 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife to encourage couples in their prayer life for one another. So if you're interested in taking our challenge, as thousands of couples have already done, please go to marriageaftergod.com forward slash challenge at the end of this episode, and you'll get more information about the challenge. Thousands of couples have already gone through this prayer challenge, and we're so excited to be able to extend this to you and invite you to participate. We dare your marriage. And the first few years were really rough, um, but I could see how when we started to walk out with hearts of thankfulness, how it really affirmed our marriage. And so I just kind of want to highlight the positive here that it 
changed us and it gave us eyes to see where even in the really really small stuff how we can mm-hmm. be grateful for what we have and who we're with i mean i'm i'm mm-hmm. i can look at our relationship now and i'm so grateful for for being with you mm-hmm. i can even be thankful for the things that we went through in the past because i know that god used it for good and um i don't know i just i think that it's important to have a heart of thankfulness for each other yeah. even in the hard times and we're going to talk a little bit about that later as well when we get to the tips but you're really good at reminding me to be thankful now i am i didn't used to in be in the hard times yeah, yeah. and I, I was actually while you're talking i was thinking about um all those times in africa um, when we were missionaries and we would go to a family's home and when i say a home i was like either a hut or just a you know a smaller building not what we would recognize here um and they would present us with the most the in our minds wasn't something amazing food but in their minds it was the best they had Mm -hmm. and I just remember recognizing because a lot of the missionaries that were with they're like no you're gonna you're gonna honor them you're gonna eat what they give you and that's hard for us you're gonna eat all of it if you leave some then you're not using what the value of what yeah you're not appreciating them you're not showing them that you're thankful Mm -hmm. and I just was I'm just thinking about the relationship between the gift giver the person giving me the their food and in their world was the best they had and I'm thinking like, oh, this is not as good as I, you know, my selfishness. Not being thankful is a is looking at the relationship in a, in a way that I'm like, oh, you didn't give me enough. You didn't give me what I want. And therefore, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be mm-hmm. in that kind of connection with you, not that kind of fellowship with you, right? Yeah. And I'm actually like, um, you know, harming the relationship with that mm-hmm. person because I'm not satisfied with what they've given me. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, let's say I'm hungry and I'm, and I'm, and I have no food, and I crawl into their, their home, and they feed me, right? Whatever they give me, I'm thankful. The Bible tells us that, um, you know, uh, when you're hungry, even bitter things taste sweet, mm-hmm. right? So the, the mentality, the heart is different towards that person. I'm like, man, thank you. You saved my you life. You saved my life, yeah. right? It's the same food, yeah. different perspective. Yeah. So when you think about it from that perspective, uh, you know, of a perspective shift, um, it really, it, it comes from a place of pride. You know, I'm unthankful because I'm, des- I deserve something. Mm. I'm owed something. What you've given me isn't worthy of me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very selfish way. It's super selfish. It. And so on the other hand, if I'm thankful, it, I, my perspective is like, wow, what I have is better than what I deserve mm. is more than what I'm owed is beyond what I could have asked for. It's just, it's a, it's exactly where God wants us to be. It's pride versus humbleness, mm-hmm. humility. So that's why I think it strengthens our relationship when we are thankful for each other during the circumstances we're going through with each other, for the things that God's given our marriage. Mm-hmm. How can or has unthankfulness hurt our witness and ministry as a couple? Well, <laughs> some, some of the stuff I was just talking about um, of the pride, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, I don't feel like I know people can recognize pride and arrogance and cockiness. And, and I feel like being unthankful mm-hmm. that shows out. I, I actually, um, I'm, I'm telling it myself again. Um, I just, <laughs> I, like I, I like realized that. I had a situation with this that's caused me to kind of think about certain patterns I have mm-hmm. and certain characteristics I have. Um, a lot of our friends know that I, I love good food and I, I barbecue my own meat and I'm and I'm particular about how I make it. And whenever I go to restaurants, um, when we're with friends, I get something and I I find myself critiquing yeah. what I've been given. Yeah. You know, I'm at this really nice restaurant 
And I'm like, oh, you know, I would have done it this way. Or, oh, they did it, you know, they didn't do it the way, you know. It's supposed to be supposed done. It's supposed to be done. <laughs> and so I have this particular way. And it's it's just me kind of, uh, the way I've justified it is just me, you know, um, walking in my passions with food, yeah. right? And a friend of mine said something to me and I'm like, oh, that was interesting. And I don't think they were trying to be rude to me or mean. Um, but they said, you know, Aaron, you really should be a, you should be like a restaurant critic, right? <laughs> Um, and they were, I think they were sincere, but when I was on the way home, I remember talking to you, I was like, I think I'm, I'm a jerk. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sitting at this nice restaurant, I'm enjoying my friends mm-hmm. and there was literally nothing there to complain about. Not a single thing. And my critiquing, you know, I'm using my air quotes, yeah. uh, is just my unthankfulness. Yeah. It's me being prideful about my knowledge of things or um, something not being good enough right. for me. Well, also, I would say for you, it was the value of I'm paying for this. Like, let's say it was a steak and I could have done it better for cheaper at home. Right. Which is thoughts I have, yeah. <laughs> you know, and who knows if that waiter's listening to me going back and talking to the chef and like, I'm just one of those guys that complains about mm. a really nice plate of food, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it was funny. It's all these unthankfulnesses around food. It's not always food. <laughs> it's not always food. Uh, these are just good um, examples, I think. But like, you know, I'm our life are, is supposed to be a light in this world. And like, what if I'm sitting there? It could be embarrassing for you too. I don't know if you've ever been embarrassed. Um, um, no, I think you I, have stories in your own life of people acting like this on a, a bigger scale. Yeah. I was thinking though, like, um, I think we've shared this in another episode, but with, when it comes to our kids, um, especially mm-hmm. around food, like, are we, are we showing them an example of thankfulness when it comes yeah. to our food or are they also going to be critiquing oh, their yeah. food? I, remember that. Um, I think you talked about them critiquing my food at home, which and, is so dangerous. I'm like, that's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> critique your mom's food you enjoy it yeah Uh, but you're you're right that's a that's another witness to our children Mm -hmm. and when even if we're using food as an example a lot but it goes for everything Mm -hmm. like if we're not thankful for our car our home you know and and that comes out in the way we take care of those things and treat those things Mm -hmm. and talk about those things i have an example of um you know, just how our ministry as a couple mm-hmm. can negatively impact or, you know, ha- or have that negative impact on um, our ministry to others. And it's more relational. But if mm-hmm. you are doing something that I think you should have done different or I think um, you weren't doing right and we're in front of like a group of people or whatever. Right. For you I'm or just in general? Just in general. Okay. Um, or for me, it doesn't matter. Um, and I don't respond with a heart of thankfulness because I don't actually see your action as being good. I see it as all the wrong ways that you're doing it, right? Right. It, because I don't have that heart of thankfulness, it comes out in my mm-hmm. response to you and then all of a sudden... I other feel that, I, yeah, other people are watching me and I start to feel embarrassed of my own actions and responses mm. towards you. And I feel like our marriage is weakened and, and kind of broken. It's right. Just, the witness that our marriage has, mm. our unity has gone because it's like, oh, why, why'd you do it that way? Can you just go do redo it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm making up that example, but mm. um, I think that's a, that's a good point, how we treat each other, especially back when we weren't thankful for each other. Yeah. Um, and even now we still, you know, we go through days of just like, oh, today's hard this happened this happened this happened this happened feeling overwhelmed by it right and we're like well like and we for we really forget Mm -hmm. all the good Mm -hmm. right but i guess that you know going into the verse we're about to talk about sometimes we can think like well right now there isn't good so why should i be thankful right but that's actually not what the bible teaches us god actually has a a way for us to be in the good times and in the bad Mm -hmm. and so let's uh, i'm going to read ephesians 5 This right here gives us the picture 
of how God wants us to be thankful and why. And in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians is the relationship book. It's about our relationship with the church, our relationship as a church, our relationship with God, and then our relationship with each other. And it's all, it's all relationships mm-hmm. and, and how we relate to each other as Christians, as the new creature that God's made us. And in Ephesians 5, in verse 15, it says this, um, and this is talking again about the relationship between individuals and the church as a global um, idea. It says, look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine, for this is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always, and right here's the key word, for everything, mm. to God the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. Again, the context of this is how us as individuals in the body of Christ, in the church, the global church, are to act with each other, mm-hmm. to relate to each other. You know, we submit to one another out of reverence. We, um, we greet each other with songs and hymns out of our hearts, filled with thankfulness. And so what that means is when our hearts are filled with thankfulness, the, the, the sound that comes out of us, the tone that comes out of us is melody to God. Is it's it's melodic, it's harmonious, it's beautiful, it's upbuilding, it's, it it lifts your spirits. That's what that thank, heart of thankfulness does. Um, but the key word again is um, for everything, giving thanks always and for everything, which is kind of hard to understand. Like, wait, we're supposed to thank God for the hard things? Are we supposed to thank God for the the difficulties we had in our marriage in the beginning of our marriage? Yeah, and I would say in the midst of it, it was. It was really hard to... I don't think we were thankful. I don't think we were thankful. I was not. Um, Remember, my prayers consisted of, why are you doing this to me, God? (laughs) But looking back in hindsight, we have thanked thanked him for that. Um, So if we can encourage those listening, if you are in the middle of a hard spot, Mm -hmm. try practicing finding things that you could be thankful of. Not finding things. I guess it's be thankful thankful for for them. Say, Lord, this is hard. Thank you. Yeah. And here's the thing, we can always find something to be thankful for. I guess so, yeah. Right? Um, But God wants us to be thankful for everything. Yeah. For the hard things, for the easy things, for the the painful things, for the joyful things. Because God wants our thanksgiving. Yeah. And you know what? Paul says this. He says, our current sufferings are not to be compared with the coming glory. Mm -hmm. So even the hardest things we can go through. And if you think about Christians that are being persecuted all over the world... They should thank God for that. First of all, because they're going to get an extra blessing. That's what the Bible says. But that's so short of a time. It's going to be done with and they're going to be in glory with God. Mm-hmm. That's what our lives are. So all of our little things, yeah. the little painful things, the hard things we go through, the big things that we go through, God doesn't just want us to thank him for the good things. He wants us to thank him for everything, which is awesome. And we, I, just, I think I was just talking to you this morning, encouraging you, just saying, you know, do you have breath in your lungs today? Yeah. You know, did, did you have food to eat? Do you have energy in your body? I mean, you went pretty far. You're like, do your legs work? Do your hands work? <laughs> You're like going to And I was just letting her know, like, letting you know, like, that we have so much stuff to thank God for. Mm-hmm. Um, just in the fact that we're, the people listening right now are sitting there breathing, listening. Yeah. They have life yeah. in them. And God says, I want you to use your life for me. Mm-hmm. And I want you to be thankful for that life and all the things that happen within that life. Um, I think a big part of... Um, being able to thank God for everything, for all of it, um, good and bad, it shows your amount of trust in Him. 
Because when yeah. you can say, God, thank you for this, even though it's really hard, you're trusting that he's either going to walk you through it. Mm-hmm. You're trusting that um, he his timing is best and that it'll that hard time mm-hmm. will end when he sees fit. Um, or you're going to trust that he's going to use that hard stuff for something good later. I mean, right? Well, yeah. I feel and like trust is such a big thing. Un- being unthankful for it, like, God, why are you doing this to me, which is my heart, is presumptuous to, to think, like, I know better. Right. God, you're doing it wrong. Hmm. This thing I'm going through, I don't deserve it. It's not right. You're unjust. That's what I'm saying if I'm unthankful to God. And that's a, if, when we put it in that context, because I just, while you were talking, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, actually, unthankfulness is, mm-hmm. is telling God we know better. Yeah. And the story I think of is Job, yeah, that's what I was which thinking. is one of the oldest manuscripts known um, in the Bible. It's the oldest one. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not in chronologically the oldest, but it is the oldest written manuscript. Mm-hmm. And it's a story of a man who goes through the most incredible suffering. And it, it almost looks like he doesn't even deserve any of it, right? And he's and he's telling the Lord, like, I, I'm I'm righteous, I'm just, I, got, I don't deserve any of this. And by the very end, what does God tell him? Where were you when I set the foundations of the earth and I told the water where to stop? Where were you when I created everything, right? And he's essentially telling Job, he's like, he's like, Job, you don't get to question me. And you know what, God, it doesn't tell us why, but God blessed him in the end. Mm-hmm. Doesn't say, mean he deserved it. it. Doesn't mean just God chose to bless him. That's what God can do because He's God, yeah. right? Um, so it's that's actually a, a pretty scary thing to think about. That when we're unthankful for even the little hard things, mm-hmm. the big hard things, we're telling God we know better, mm-hmm. and that's a, again a prideful heart against God. But I'd rather be, no matter how hard it is, in a spot of being um, held by God. Mm-hmm. Like God, I trust you. Like yeah. you said, that was yeah. a good word. Yeah. That's good. I want to um, also read First Thessalonians five sixteen through eighteen because I think it it um, kind of um, affirms everything that you're saying yeah, right now. This is like the other half of what we're supposed to how we're supposed to be thankful. Yeah. So it says, "Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." And I think so many mm. people are are out there and they think to themselves, I just want to know God's will for me. I just want to know what right he here. wants for me. Boom. It's right here. This is God's will for um, you. He wants you to rejoice always. And that reminds me of the verse that you were just reading about of, you know, having songs and hymns. And mm-hmm. you told me one time, um, I think it was you about um, how you know that someone's joyful when they're singing. I said that in church on Sunday. Oh yeah. So you know that someone's <laughs> joyful when they're walking around the house humming or singing and their spirit's just light yeah. and you can, you feel their tone. You can hear it. And, yeah. Um, so I think being able to rejoice always is um, a testimony of God's power in your life. Whether the circumstances around you mm-hmm. are good or bad, if you're able to rejoice, you're saying, hey, none of this stuff matters because I know who loves me. And, you know, part of our ministry as a marriage after mm-hmm. God, our ministry as Christians in this world is to be a light to others. And how are we supposed to yeah. reflect him and image, you know, bear his image. It's to be able to rejoice Which in all things. Which is a perfect transition into the second part of why it's necessary to have a heart of thankfulness um, is because it's for a marriage to glorify and magnify God. Mm-hmm. Thankfulness in our hearts does that very thing. Yeah. And we have some scriptures to back that up um, if we haven't already proven it just by some of the scriptures we've already read. Um, but the, like you said, the magnification, the, the glory, there's nothing more powerful than meeting someone who's going through extreme suffering and they have thankfulness in their heart mm-hmm. and they have joy. And it doesn't mean they're not in pain. It doesn't mean they're masking it or hiding it. They just truly know who their savior is, who their father is, and who's going to 
raise them up in the last day. They know who's going to hold them when they get to heaven. They know where their life is held. Mm-hmm. And there's something powerful. You say, wow, how could you be so, go through so much and still thank God and still have joy in your heart? And, and I think that, I don't think that does magnify God. It shows how good God is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where if, we, if we're, if, if we're a, a marriage that's just bitter, and angry and just operating out of pride all the time. Yeah. We're contentious. And like anytime, man, I don't know if you've ever known someone that just almost everything that comes out of their mouth is like negative. Yeah. It'd be great if the car didn't always, you know, have that little tick in the engine, you know? Oh yeah. What a great day. Too bad. It's going to rain. Like just everything they say is like, what's the word Debbie Downer. Like, um, I feel bad for the person that they named that after, but, (laughs) um, but that's, that, that's not a good witness. Mm -hmm. What does that magnify? Like that doesn't magnify God. You know, it, it magnifies your own self-loathing, your own view of the world at being so dreary and like down. Um, and again, this isn't to, uh, would you think it, it, it could be easy to fake this? Like, cause that's not magnifying God when we're like faking that we're joyful and we put a mask on, but yet we're hurting and broken and, and angry inside. No, cause it goes back to, you always say like, how you're living your life can you tell someone else to live that way like you're you're always encouraging other men and and even me to to be Be aware of how you are walking and yeah i don't think that you can say follow my example Mm. or do what i'm doing if what i'm doing is smiling on the outside and in the world and then running home to cry about it i don't think that right you're not going to have the authority in your life to say this actually works yeah or god is actually with me yeah yeah, and and I think you're right. I think we, the example we need to set is that we're at at home and outside the home the same. Yeah, you know, in private and in public, yeah. we're the same. That's called integrity. Um, it's the opposite of of hypocrisy, where mm-hmm. I'm one way in front of someone and another way in front of another person. And I think people can sn- like sniff it out. I think people know, even if they don't. If you're around someone long enough, you, well, if they're not identifying it like verbally, they feel it. Like you can feel when someone mm-hmm. has an ungrateful heart. Yeah, and it. And it's not a pretty thing. Um, I've, I've had it. I, I, there's times that I, I get tempted to walk in ungratefulness and then I have to remind myself, you know what? Things are good. God's yeah. good. He's given me way more than I ever deserve. Yeah. Um, and that'll help when we get some of these tips at the end of how we can have hearts of thankfulness. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, the second part of just magnifying God, the reason we have hearts of thankfulness is to magnify and glorify God. Yeah. Go I want to read a verse. Um, it's Psalm 6930. And it says... I will praise the name of God with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. And so I just want to highlight two things here. It's one, I will magnify him with thanksgiving. That's an action, like going to God and saying, thank you for da-da-da-da-da. Thank you for being you. Thank you for Mm -hmm. creating me. Thank you. Just thanking him. Um, Thank you for my spouse. Thank you for my marriage and my family. And then the other one is, I will praise the name of God with a song. That's also an action. And I think it's really important for us to be aware and um, to know the types of music that, you know, we're, we're putting on, you know, or listening to filling ourselves with filling ourselves with. And, you know, I'm not saying you can't listen to other things, but make sure that you are spending time Mm praising God with a song, um, whether that's putting it on the radio or singing it out of a book or, um, you know, singing songs with your kids. I'll admit this. I, I make up songs. I just randomly sing them, whether I'm in the shower or walking around the house. And I'll Wait, just, are we a makeup song family? I guess so. <laughs> they don't always make sense, but I'll just like, instead of praying, 
out loud I'll sing it or I don't know I think that's kind of weird I made up one last night with our friends I was like thank you God for our friends and food and food and friends it was kind of silly I do it silly but but I like it I think it's fun and and I and I feel like I'm fulfilling this when it says I will praise the name of God with a song yeah and I so going back to the magnify with him magnify him with thanksgiving I'm thinking about the the first questions we were asking ourselves about Mm -hmm the witness we have. Um, There's another scripture that tells us to be ready to give an answer when -hmm. someone asks us about the hope we have. And the first thing I thought of when I heard this was, oh, the answer, one of the most best answers you can give is thanking God. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you have so much hope? Like, how do you trust God so much? Because I thank him. He's a good God. Mm-hmm. He gave me salvation in his son, Jesus. He's mm-hmm. freed me from sin and death. He's empowered me to walk in purity. Like all of the things yeah. that God has done for us, we can thank him for, mm-hmm. you know, and recognizing his goodness. So magnifying him. So when someone asks, yeah. you'd be like, you know what? Thank God. So on the flip side to this, um, a person that's unthankful won't even ever get that question. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Because you're not going to go up to someone and be like, hey, you just seem so down. What's your, what's your trick? What's your, yeah. How, how can I get, get some of that? How can I get some of that? <laughs> no. Every, no, time, every time we're somewhere, you're just complaining about everything. I want some of that. <laughs> like, how do you? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll never get asked, actually. Like, people will get avoided like, that are like that. Yeah. that are always down. So don't be them. Like I, I saw this meme. I, have, I follow all these nutritionists and, and um, uh, strength training experts on Instagram. And uh, there's this post he did. He said, um, 10 things to stop doing right now. And like the number one thing was stop hanging around negative people. Mm. So like everyone, all the, these positivity teachers and all these uh, you know people that help people better their lives, they all say like, don't hang with negative people. Mm. So the, they actually got that from the Bible. It says bad company corrupts good morals. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we shouldn't be hanging out with negative people. Because then we'll tend to have those tendencies. Yeah. Um, and if you know someone that, that's negative, you should go out of your way to um, always be encouraging them. Be like, you know what? I think that was a negative thought. Like that you just, I don't think you're thinking right. God's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Like look at what he's, how he's blessed you and remind that person. Cause what will happen is either they'll change or they'll stop hanging out with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> You're always encouraging them to see the brighter side of things. So what happens if that's your spouse? <laughs> what if you guys are opposite? Uh, well, there? don't stop hanging out with your spouse. Yeah. Do the other Pray one. For them. Pray for them and constantly encourage them. Okay. I just want to... Yeah, constantly encourage them. Well, like, you know what? God's still good. <laughs> I'm sorry you're going through that. But God's good. He's got us. Uh, yeah, don't not hang out with your spouse. That's um. Thank you for highlighting that okay. point. So I think you were going to read Psalms 50, 23. Yeah, Psalms 50, 23 mm-hmm. says this. The one who offers thanksgiving as his sacrifice glorifies me. To one who orders his way rightly, I will show the salvation of God. Ooh. So it's interesting that it ties Thanksgiving as a sacrifice. Like it's something that you're giving to God. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is, um, it's not funny, it's just, um, it lines up with scripture. In the Passover meal, mm-hmm. one of the cups that they drink filled with wine is the cup of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, and that was actually one of the Old Testament sacrifices as a thanks offering, right? And we hear that at church sometimes, let's give a thanks offering, you know, but what it's saying is it's a sacrifice of thanks. And I feel like that ties so much when we think about being thankful for all things, yeah. almost like we, we're, when we're thankful for the hard things, the suffering, we're actually saying, I'm going to, I'm going to give this as a sacrifice to you, Lord. I'm going to thank you anyway. That's really beautiful. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to offer up my thanksgiving, even amidst the suffering. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. You know, and there's something immensely powerful in thanking God, it changes us. Mm-hmm. 
It transforms us. It gives us his perspective on life. And it tells him, God, we are lowly and you are high. We just wanted to take a quick break to ask you, if you are enjoying this content, would you please leave a star review and a comment review? This helps us spread the word about Marriage After God and and just all the episodes that we have to offer. And we would love uh, just to get that reach out there. So please, again, if you have a moment, just um, take that time to leave a star review and a comment review for us. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode. I also feel you know. like it removes the power of the circumstances because I feel like so often we can oh, wow. give good. power to our circumstances. And we, I, I don't know about anyone else listening, but for me being a mom who works but is also mm. at home a lot and can get overwhelmed by, you know, just house management stuff, I feel like I can easily let my circumstances have power in my life to overwhelm me or and be controlled by them be, versus controlling be, yourself ex- in them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point because the Thanksgiving stops the downward spiral yeah like oh you know what lord i'm just gonna stop right now and thank mm-hmm. you and well it helps <laughs> you rec or helps me recognize who's got the power yeah it's not us it's god it's god and he's got the power to change our circumstances and you know what even when he allows us to go through hard things he's still a good god mm-hmm. he and doesn't stop him. and we're gonna trust him i loved mm-hmm. what you said about that the trusting your thanksgiving is trusting him mm-hmm. And so where's your trust? Is it in yourself? Do you believe that you know better than God? Or is he the one that knows better and mm-hmm. you trust him in it? Mm-hmm. Man, that's powerful. So I feel like we, we, we actually hit some of these tips already. That's okay. To, I think that we should we'll, go we'll over them. we'll give them the tips now. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have five tips to give you guys. Um, and these are just yeah. practical ways of kind of living out your day-to-day with a heart of thankfulness. Right. And then one little bonus. So Yeah. What's the first one? So the first one is say it out loud. Say it out loud that you're thankful um, so when I uh, bring you a towel, you tell me thank you. Yeah. Or... It could be in the very simple things, especially mm. in your marriage. Make sure your spouse knows that you're thankful for them. You're thankful mm. for the ways that they do things, even if they're different than the way that you think that they should be done. That was right? a tongue twister. But I yes, know. I get what you're saying. <laughs> um, being thankful when... I'm talking to myself. Yeah. I'm preaching to the choir. Uh, but yeah, just being saying thank you. Yeah. And not just making it a passive, like, oh, thank you. But like, wow, I really appreciate what you did. I really appreciate yeah. the way you did that. Yeah. Um, like we do with our kids at the dinner table. Yeah. I've been practicing every single sip to, I sit down. Have you guys thanked mom mm-hmm. for this meal? Oh, Have yeah, you thanked thanks, dad <laughs> for this meal? Yeah. And they're like, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Like We're just trying to show them, like, when you're thankful, mm-hmm. It shows that you appreciate what you have. Yeah. Or how about when the, the waitress sets down the food at the table? Thank you. Or when we're in No, home. they don't need to be thanked, right? Because that's their job. I guess you could walk back to the no, kitchen. No, that's again, goes back to our witness. Uh, oh, I was we, like, I guess you can go thank the chef. but <laughs> No, the, no, absolutely. They have a, they're, they're doing a job. And, and that's, again, a part of our witness mm-hmm. is like going out of her way. Um, speaking of waitresses, one thing I've been practicing is learning their name. Mm-hmm. And that also lets them know that they're appreciated yeah. and that they're thought of and they're, they're a person yeah. and they, they, they're doing a job and mm-hmm. we can thank them for the job yeah. they're doing. I was also going to say like when you're um, at fellowship or around friends mm-hmm. and someone serves you or gives you something, like, make sure that they know that you're thankful, but mm-hmm. don't just say it out of lip service. When we say, say it out loud, it's an overflow of your heart yeah. and you're verbalizing what is actually in your heart. And if you're someone who's not thankful for even the little things, maybe you can start practicing mm-hmm. this. Um, just saying it out loud. 
So I actually, when I looked down at the tip, I thought it said we sing it out loud. Oh, you can sing it out and loud. I feel like that's a good little uh, bonus is, uh, is that you were talking about music, yeah. is having hymns and songs and praises, mm-hmm. you know, playing in the house or just singing our thankfulness. Yeah. Thank uh, you. It's a, it's a good one. The kids like to sing, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's a good way to pra- help them practice <laughs> okay. praising God and thanking him. Okay, so number two is we remind each other to be thankful. And this goes back to when I said, you're really good at this. So um, reminding your spouse, no matter what's going on, no matter how Mm -hmm. easy or hard your circumstances are, you're reminding each other, hey, let's be thankful today. Hey, you can do this. Let's let's yeah. be thankful for what we got going on. Let's remember who our Lord is. Yep. So when I when I thought about this tip, there's a most of the Old Testament is a story of remembering remembering and forgetting. Mm-hmm. If you just read the whole whole Old Testament in context, it's remembering and forgetting. Remembering what God did, forgetting what God did. This is how the people of Israel's relationship with God went mm-hmm. throughout the generations um, before Jesus came. And, uh, you know, we, we fall into those patterns mm-hmm. sometimes. And God, right after he saved the Israelites in a powerful way, you know, the 10 plagues going through the Red Sea uh, and, you know, and they're, and they're into the wilderness and they're going and they just immediately start complaining. Lord, we were better. It was better off back then. Are you gonna, you just, did you lead us out here to die? Mm-hmm. No, of course he didn't. He just saved them in a miraculous way. He, he can't take care of them. He did this amazing thing and they, they just forgot. Mm-hmm. And so God's, he warns them. He says, don't forget yeah. where you've come from. That's good. And, you know, we forget. You know, we can sit here in our, in our home, in our nice home, and forget mm-hmm. that we have a home. And, and think like, oh, it's just so messy. And how, you know, I can't believe I didn't, you know, do this. Or I forgot to go, you know, set up the, the, the thing and the, all the things. And we just, yeah. we allow that to, you know, oh, you know, woe is me, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And we, we both get into this on yeah. the various aspects of how we manage our home or our vehicles or our bank accounts or whatever it is. Yeah. And we forget that God gave it all to us. Yeah. <laughs> that God's the one that's, that's put it in our trust. And that God's the one that could take it away. Mm-hmm. You know, as Job tells us, you know, he says, God giveth and God taketh away. Mm-hmm. And we forget that actually God has that authority in our life. Um, so practicing what God told the Israelites to practice and what he gave them tons of things to do, all, this, all the ceremonies, all of the festivals, all the new moon feasts, all of those things were to remember mm-hmm. what God did. It's why we take communion. Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me and what I did on the cross. Because how often do we forget about our salvation? You know, if everything was taken away, babe, would you still have something to be thankful for? Absolutely. What? Salvation. Yeah. Yeah. That we get to be with our Father in heaven Mm -hmm. forever. Yeah. So that's that tip of just practicing remembrance. Mm -hmm. And so when your spouse is going through a season or a time of like, just they're they're down, they're they're, um, unthankful, they are, they're... um, you know, they're struggling with things in their life. Um, the other spouse can gently remind them, be like, hey, like, just remember, like, what, remember what God's done for us. Yeah. Remember, we don't deserve any of this. Yeah. And you don't have to be going through a hard time to remember. Like, I think I right, would suggest point. Um, your next date night, you know, have a conversation about all where God has taken your relationship from and where he's brought you to like it's be, a thankfulness date yeah yeah have a thankfulness date That's and then awesome. start off with thanking god that you're on the date <laughs> <laughs> you know that means you probably got a babysitter or yeah, yeah. you know which mean yeah that's great yeah so um yeah Let's, i think it's important just to um to remind each other yeah. so this is number three and it says thank god through prayer so mm. when you're praying um you guys should be praying with your spouse and be praying, you know, just all times throughout the day. Remember, uh, yeah. pray without ceasing. But um, be thankful in your prayers. So telling God why you're thankful, 
and um, lifting those. Yeah, this is actually so for all the people that wonder how to pray without ceasing, because mm-hmm. people always bring that up. Like, let's be mm-hmm. in prayer without ceasing. Um, you know, Matt actually, our pastor, brought this up on Sunday. Um, it means to be in constant communion with the Lord, mm-hmm. and one way you can do that is thank God throughout the day for everything. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the um, you know this car. You know, thank you, Lord, for this food that I'm having at lunch. Thank you, Lord, for that my that you know um, partner that I'm working with that's helping me out. Thank you, Lord, for that friend that just gave me a smile as they walked by. Thank mm-hmm. you. Like, mm-hmm. And just thanking God. That's a perfect way to commune with God. I think that this is how we taught our kids how to pray too. Like one of the biggest ways that we taught our kids how to pray is, you know, asking them, well, what are you thankful for? Oh, let's tell God that, you know. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So in prayer, uh, thanking God through our prayer life, just thanking him directly. Thank you, Lord. So what's uh, number four? So number four is um, make it a conversation in your home. Make it a conversation with your spouse. Make it a conversation mm-hmm. with your kids. And ask, you know, we do something. We go around the table at dinner time and we say, okay, what are your guys' highlights? So, like, think about your whole day and what stood out to you and we'd like to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, what was something that you really enjoyed? And usually that's a, it's a kind of Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah. oh, I really enjoyed that one thing yeah. or that awesome thing. Sometimes our kids say... Everything. The whole day was a. <laughs> or they mentioned something from three months ago. I feel like they're just trying to get out of the, the, the having to think of something, but yeah. but that's kind of cool that yeah. they, they say the whole day. But I think that it, um, it is important to make it a conversation where you're constantly talking about things mm-hmm. that you're thankful for, um, because it goes back to that remembrance of like we have to be remind we have to remind our flesh uh, to be thankful, yeah. and so we're constantly talking about it. So number five is. Uh, Practice putting scriptures about thankfulness on the walls. Oh, that's great. Like we have our chalkboard. You know, do a study on thankfulness. As a family, as a husband, as a wife, open up and find all the words and the the stories about being thankful and what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And meditate on those. Remember them. Put them on on post-it notes all over your home. Put them on your chalkboards if you have those. And, uh, And just let the word of God translate and change our our minds and the way we think you know about complaining versus thankfulness which leads us into our bonus bonus one one, which is um kind of the opposite it's kind of like yeah (laughs) here's the opposite it's don't complain so if you guys want to tackle um you know ungratefulness and unthankfulness in your heart you got to stop complaining yeah so as a family when you hear complaining maybe make a rule like no complaining we're not allowed to complain about something. Hey, that sounds like a complaint. Be, be <laughs> careful how you bring it up. But. Like with the kids, sometimes I'll say, um, we're the Smiths and we do hard things. Or we're the Smiths and we don't complain. <laughs> we're the Smiths. We're not bored. <laughs> we're we go not find bored. something to do. Uh, yeah, so so f- making a habit of not complaining. Yeah. Because complaint is, again, it's saying that we, we're, we're not getting something we're owed. We're not getting something we deserve. And then you're just training your something. flesh to be okay with that. Yeah, and because that's what the flesh wants. Yeah. The flesh, the fleshly response is to complain, like the Israelites did. You know, the spiritual response is to be thankful. And so, that is our little discussion on thankfulness and how it can um, invigorate our marriages, how it can empower our marriages, and how it can be used by God to as a ministry mm-hmm. in the world um, when people see our thankful hearts. And so we just hope that you guys would discuss this as a family um, and as a marriage and walk in thankfulness. Let's stop complaining. Let's be uh, men and women of God who thank God for everything and in everything. We love you guys. We thank you for joining us this week and we look forward to having you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? Find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? 
Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.